0: Three, two,
1: one. All right, so Kaizen is a Japanese term meaning change for the better or continuous improvement. So I guess this podcast, we want to cover a topic on raising your standards. And what are your thoughts on this one, boys?
2: I think this, this one goes hand in hand with what we're touching on in the first episode. So if you guys haven't seen that about your top five heroes... You better go back and check this one because this is like the next one along so we're talking about if you find your top five heroes um, and that is all about raising your standards so you know you just you can't just watch your heroes and then just think that you're doing a good job you Mm -hmm. have to actually bring in and absorb that and actually act like them so You know, when we're on this journey, we actually have to start to think like, hey, we're the hero too. We need to raise our standards to a certain level and we need to improve and we need to be different.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I think it's using, I, I think we said it in the last podcast as well, but it's using those heroes, right, to become the best version of you. It's not to become them, it's to become the best version of you, to become your own hero. Right, I don't want to. I've been trying to not quote Matthew McConaughey all day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go ahead, man. But his beautiful line is: Matthew McConaughey's hero is him in ten years. You know, he's always chasing him a better version of himself. Say the line, right? Huh? Say the line. I'm not saying it,
1: boss. So. <laughs> you can never be your hero. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I reckon a good way to think about it is like coming from video games, like when you're playing like a, a role playing game you know, like Warcraft or like Fable or something. Like you start with like your really basic character and he's like level zero mm. and you've got no armor, you got no nothing. And mm-hmm. then you got all of those like accolades, your strengths and your intelligence and like all your spells
1: and all that type of stuff.
3: Speed. <laughs> Speed. <laughs> <Smart. to hit.
1: laughs> you know what's weird? Whenever we play those type of games, why are we more invested in that character than in ourselves? Like we don't see ourselves as, you know, um, an RPG character where we don't even like... Uh, I guess, identify what level we're at.
0: Well, I can, <clears throat> can I touch in on this actually? Um, I think it's lack of belief in ourselves. I definitely right. do think that. Yeah. Like we don't believe we can reach this high, um, like this this high standard that we set for ourselves. But that's what I think. And it's hard to believe in ourselves these days, I feel like.
3: What comes along with like the entrepreneurial journey or really any business journey, entrepreneur is probably the right word there is, you know, we, we do a lot of these things of preaching the, the message of uh, any other one of these heroes or, you know, preach the message of listen to your heroes. But then we've got up on the board. There's a walk, the walk.
0: Hmm.
3: You actually have to do it. Yeah. You have to become the hero of your own journey. And I think that's a Joe Rogan quote, right? Yeah. Become the hero of your own journey. And you have to actually put the action out there, become Uh, be accountable to what you say you're going to do and and get it done. You know, like that's building trust. And a massive thing that we focus on here at Hardcore is reputation, right? Building that reputation, building that trust with you guys, building that trust with each other is accountability and consistency. Yeah. So we have to consistently walk the walk.
1: For sure. For sure. And I think um, what does every successful person have in common? And it's just high standards. And a good example would be when Jeff Bezos decided to step down as CEO and he was um mentoring Andy Jassy who is now the current CEO of uh, Amazon. Andy Jassy thought he was high standards, but Jeff Bezos was another level above him. And you know, being mentored for that one year, he realized shit, I need to raise my
0: standards. Do yeah. you guys think it's it can be overwhelming when you like initially raise your standards really high?
2: Yeah, I think it should be as well. Yeah. I think it should be a shock because if you're going on this journey and you're thinking like it's not overwhelming and yeah. it's actually going to be easy, yeah. dude, you've got bloody massive ego issues and have no <laughs> self-awareness. It should actually be really daunting and really scary. You know, we, we call it the dip. You know, you, you'll start learning a little bit. And if you think you're near the top, there's nowhere way n- you're near the top at all. You know, you're about to fall off a bloody cliff, go down that cliff for like two, three years, and then you've got to work up the other side of it and then
1: you might, you might get there. Let's get, let's get more deeper into that, the dip. <clears throat> so like when you're first starting off learning something, you have this excitement about you and you're up this really high plateau. And then you begin to uh, level out because then it's about to hit you of the things that you don't know or the things that you need to get better at. And that's the dip. And if you're not willing to put in the effort of going through that hard phase of um, consistent hard work learning new things being actionable then you're going to quit so i guess you have to see the the end result and i think that's what you were saying g like it's we don't believe in ourselves which is why we don't um want to level up we don't think we can level up because we can't imagine the future uh future state but if we can visualize a future state then we set our standards high so we can achieve the future state and we can get through that dip if you're
3: in a position where you're attempting to raise your standards and you're not scared of them it means you haven't raised them high enough right yeah Yeah, for sure like you need to be self-aware if you're not scared of this (laughs) you are simply like you're thinking too small you need to think all the way up here it should terrify you
2: i think the thing as well to touch on is like why are actually your standards like so important? It's because if we study all of the best, most successful people in the world, that's the one common thing that they all do. Yeah. You know, they all have these standards are just so extremely high. You just can't get there. If you, if you really truly want to be an A class at something, it has to come down to how high you hold yourself.
1: I think another example of <clears throat> incredibly high standards is probably Steve Jobs. Um, oh, when he yeah. literally redesigned the, the computer, before, back in the day, the power supply of computers could not fit into that one box. He got his team of engineers to literally redesign it. And everyone thought it wasn't possible, but he had those high standards. It, even in the, in, the interior has to look a certain way as well. Mm, yeah. even that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, even okay. though the end user doesn't even see it, for him, that's his level. It has to be that high, even the interior, the things that you can't see. I think the That's high crazy. standards
3: one is always like behind the closed door. For me, it's always made more of an intact impact behind closed doors. It's like the small details. For us, it's the deets. right? Mm. The detail cleaning that we have to do. Like if if we do that half fast, or if we do anything half fast, you know, it's going to play a bigger and larger impact down the road. You know, it's it, it starts to build those bad habits of taking shortcuts. You know, like you have to have your your standards as high as possible and. I think we're all in the same boat now where it's like dude if we don't do something 100% we think about it all night and we come back and get it done. Yeah. It's like yeah. oh, I'm really really tired or something anything like that. Our standards are here or to a point now.
1: You know, I, th- I think if if you let yourself off like example is those detailed cleaning, right? If we let ourselves off then we give ourselves permission to to be that level next time versus if you just get it done and go against how you're feeling of you know, you're feeling lazy, you're not feeling motivated, but you still get it done, that is in the long term going to be more beneficial for you yeah. versus if you allow yourself to just be lazy.
3: And Maybe like a good analogy for people is like when they go to work, like their standards at their job, their standards at their work. You know, if if they're not, if you're not doing your best work all the time, then well, A, you're affecting the culture of the entire work, right? Which is really damaging to whether you're the boss or whether you're not. Like if you're wanting to progress and wanting to promote, it stands out if you are that person who has high standards and, you know, always does their best at everything. You know, if you're focusing on the smaller details, you know, it, even if you just want to work a normal job and want to continuously get a promotion, your manager's gonna notice that over someone else.
2: Yeah. Kind of like think of us like like maybe like an operating system or something. Like, people think that they can walk into a certain task at hand and say, hey, with this certain task, I'm going to have high standards, right? And then they, for some reason, like, with the rest of their life, they're like, I'm going to have low standards. But I feel like you just program this. You have to program yourself a certain way. So you have to just have high standards with just absolutely everything. You know, it starts with making your bed, cleaning the house like we do. And it doesn't make sense. Like, a normal person is going to come into a house thinking, boys, this is more work than cleaning an actual restaurant. no joke (laughs) right and to the untrained eye it looks like that's a waste of time but then that starts the day we have our standards here so then when we actually jump into proper work our standards are already there again so then it's that's just our default you know it becomes our default that we are people that operate at a
3: high high standard you remember that our sentence maybe back at nando's or any other job is like you it might be working with someone. No one else is there. It might be a friend or something like that. And you, you don't clean something perfectly. That person, if they don't have high standards, they say this sentence every time. It's like, oh, it's all right. No one will see. Mm. So right. don't worry about it. No one's going to notice it.
0: Yeah, that's
1: that's, that's a your, major. It's in your conscious, right? I know.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's ten
2: times worse. <laughs> Got to do it for yourself. That's you do it that. for yourself, right? But You're even, training your own brain, even
0: then, like it rubs off into your environment, like. Now, now that I've moved into here, I moved in, in February, and um, my standards are so much higher because you know one thing is the deeds. I go to work now, and I'm cleaning like everything at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I go home, I'm cleaning every like to yeah, my yeah. parents' home. I'm cleaning everything in my parents' Dude, home Dude, I have my poor parents; have, like,
3: <laughs> they don't clean shit. I'm there just but just <laughs> scrubbing. <laughs> this, like. Dude, whenever
1: I go to my sister's house, shout out to my sister, by the way. <laughs> I have, I'm literally just like. Trying to clean as much as I yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't see because we trained ourselves yeah. to live a certain way, right? Yeah. And to not see as much garbage around. Yeah. As soon as you see like a little bit of garbage, you're like, what's that doing? Man? Mm. Yeah.
0: It rubs off into your environment and it yeah. makes your environment, everything that you do makes it better.
1: Whenever you're around that environment of uh, it's not clean all the time, you kind of feel lethargic. Yeah. Mm. You feel a little, you feel more negative. Have negative thoughts coming yeah. in,
0: like one thing us boys were trying to do, and we should probably do more of. But um, is like the garbage how we how we got the garbage bags, and we we went literally outside the circuit. We live in a circuit, and we picked up all this rubbish, yeah. like around oh, the circuit, yeah, and put yeah. in the garbage bag. Yeah, we need to like, do that more. We need to do that more. Yeah, yeah. But it's like one thing that's like rub- like it's rubbed off into us.
3: Yes, like I'm lucky enough to have that big window where I can see through. Yeah, you have no idea how good it looks like in comparison to when the rubbish is there. Like it's it seems obvious, but when you can see it and there's no rubbish there and we know that we played a part in not have, making sure that rubbish is not there, it feels amazing. Yeah. Right? It's literally uplifting. And like we, we touched on environment there. We should, we should like go deeper to like the alternative is if like your environment is bad and where do your standards come from? Yeah. Like everybody else, they'll just go and like say,
2: you know, they'll complain about the neighbor. Like, oh, the fucking neighbor, you know, they're not cleaning up their Mm. shit and all of that. But what do we actually do? We do their work. We did 50 houses worth of work. We cleaned up everything. No one asked us to. You know, every probably three months or so, we do it. We're due to do it now. When it gets like really, really, really bad. Mm. Yeah. It's like we're out there. Yeah. And then it actually inspires people. Because if you just complain to them and, you know... And the funny thing is, if if we were to complain, we're not going to their actual house and complaining to them, so nothing's actually going to change because I don't hear any yeah. any feedback or anything.
0: Dude, but, one lady came up to me, yeah. and then she was like, she was like, "Oh, you guys are amazing for doing this. Like, it literally like brightened up her day. Like, just I us saw cleaning. a
3: lady. I saw a lady actually doing it as well. I was like, <laughs> I've got to think that maybe you know we had some form of influence, yeah. influence in that. It's pretty deep, but like. I I guess like the the flip side to a good environment is a bad environment. When you're in a bad environment, that's more often not where those standards are brought through from.
1: I feel like every day that you're in a bad environment, it negatively compounds your mindset. So like that video game analogy, like you're not leveling up, you're actually Mm -hmm. losing points every single day. You're in a negative environment. Yeah. But it's up to you, right? You can make that decision of changing your environment. You yeah. don't have to necessarily move. You can listen to your top five heroes all the time. You can make a plan for how you want to live and then just raise your standards every single day. As Dylan said in the
3: last episode, like be the leader of your friend group. Be the leader of your environment, Yeah, right? You have to make that change first. If you're mm. that person who's thinking like that, of like, fire, what is going on here? You know, I want to do more. I want to be more. Then it's most likely you're the leader. Be the leader in your group and raise the standards for everyone. And if people say that line that we said before of like, oh, no one's watching. It's not not worth it. What's the point, et cetera, et cetera. Then again, it's more likely that they're not meant to be running with you. They're probably not meant to be in your group. Anyone that, you, when you raise your standards as the leader and someone follows you, someone realize they're not doing a good enough job, yeah. that's the people you want to run with because that's the people who are going to continuously put in the progression too
2: something that i saw a lot at nando's was people would always say the thing that hey i'm only going to work hard when i have my own business for me it's the best shit it's just like <laughs> one you're going to be training your brain for the next 10 years to be at such a low level that you can't even operate a business two You're not going to be recognized in the current work environment to be promoted, to get those skills to operate your own business. So you're missing out on, you know, in two different ways. But people don't get it. So I I can maybe like, as an example, like what we used to do at Nando's is we used to say, like, what, what do we actually mean by high standards? Like I always used to think of myself, like literally comparing against other people. I want to be worth at least three other staff. So I'm making the boss a profit on labor. Because if it's costing them $20 an hour per person and me $20 as well, I want to have an output of $60 every single hour. You know, So it's actually cheap. Or like when we like on the tills, like taking customer's orders, I'll be trying to upsell to get in at least $20 of extra value from upsells. So I became free for that hour. So like that was always the targets for like that I was, the standards I'll set for myself, you know like what can I actually do? I don't want to be a burden on, you know, the owner of this business.
3: I want to be there, the one providing value and being actually free, for the business. Mm-hmm. I think as probably like that the person that was able to witness that my standards were not that high at that at, at that time simply <laughs> wasn't developed enough. But being able to watch that is that environmental change that we're talking about. Like that helped me or be, A, believe in him more because he's thinking wildly different to a lot of the people, any, well, anyone else. But it, it, it lets you look at that person, like he was the leader. He lets you look at that leader and be like, far out, okay, I want to raise more. I want to yeah. compete.
0: Yeah. You know, I
3: want to go and try and be like this yeah. guy. You know, this dude's worth 60. I want to try and be worth 70 he's a savage so it's hard but you know you want to raise your standards with that person with that leader and
2: yeah like that's what we started to implement when i became the manager at nando's and a lot of staff they weren't used to it so they would complain oh you're just doing that because you want to make more money for the business so you look good and you get a pay raise or something and one thing the pay raises didn't work like that there (laughs) and i'm not doing it for the business owner I'm, i'm doing it for myself and you can check i don't only do it here it's in every aspect of life come to the come to my house you know it's going to be all operating smoothly right and we look at every single area of life it's not just at home it's not just at work it's our relationships with everybody it's literally looking at every single factor of our lives and constantly trying to improve them with the kaizen mindset hmm. i think maybe another thing to touch on as well is like the best movie, like what, what documentary comes to mind when we're talking about Kaizen? Oh, a little bit Jiro. <laughs> <laughs> Jiro Dreams of Sushi. <laughs> oh, <So>. that guy. <laughs> it's hard to forget the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's going
0: to be you when you're 90. So. <laughs>
2: uh, but yeah, there's this great documentary. It's Jiro Dreams of Sushi. He's known as like a sushi master. So practically, he dedicated his whole entire life to the art of sushi. Um, just to put it into context, like he was like probably when the the documentary was made, he probably was in eighties, reckon? Nah, yeah, oh, it's hard because he looks <laughs> one hundred and twenty
1: even. Nah, so. <laughs> no, I don't think it was eighties. 80s. Not eighties, not seventies. The documentary.
2: No, him. Like, how old was he? Was he seventy years of age mm. when they made of, that documentary?
1: Yeah. yeah. Nah, I think he was in his eighties, man. Huh? I A- think he was in the 80s, yeah. Just oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's Samus just tripped out. <laughs> oh, I thought you said he was filmed in the 80s. Dude, no, like, no. He's from he's 80s, like 80 yeah. years old. Oh my God. Samus just lost it. <laughs> right. Sam yeah,
3: went back sorry. in time, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sam just had yeah. that little simulation glitch.
1: <laughs> 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 that happens from time to time, boys. I had my coffee today, so. Anyway, so he's 80, right? Yeah. So we
2: tell everybody that's starting this journey that they should check out that documentary and it's not about the sushi. It's not about that. It's but it's about the mindset of Kaizen to constantly be the best and see what you are capable of as a human and to push to push whatever you're doing and what it, if you have that mindset to constantly improve at something that something that you're working on actually will one day become it's actually like art. So like su- if someone does sushi bad dude it's just sushi. If you do it really, really well, it becomes art. Same as like coffee or anything. Mm-hmm. You do a shit job at coffee. You know, you just, you know, she's make star- it from Woolworths. Yeah, I was going to say Starbucks, Starbucks. Yeah. It's like she's just normal stuff. Yeah, it's like a commodity. But then when you really dedicate your life to it, to trying to improve absolutely everything about it, then it turns into an art. And so what these guys do is like the old, to become a, like a proper, like like, like good at sushi they would make it so you would have to perfect the art of cooking rice first. And that would take the average person four years. So you only have two tasks, cleaning dishes and cooking the rice day in and day out until you perfect it. Once you've perfected that, then you move on to the next level. And they're talking about you know absolutely everything when it comes to the sushi, the cut of the fish, how to cut the fish, how to choose the fish, how fresh it needs to be. Um, you know, It's every single detail. And he admits at the age of roughly 80, that he is still learning and trying to improve every single day. And then, how can you compete with that? Like, if you constantly have that as your, your goal to improve, like, I find, like, if we just think about the current system, education system on a high level, people are saying that, hey, if I go to university for four or six years, I'm good boys. It doesn't work like that. You've only got six years of experience, and you're only gonna be like, here, yeah, this guy, he's been gone for 70. You hit a certain level where if you constantly improve, you're like such an outlier, and you become so rare because there's no supply of you in the marketplace.
3: That's it's a beautiful point, and I think um, touching on like that four years because people will people will overlook that every single time, and like the first thought I remember mine like when I hear someone's doing, uh, literally just working on rice for four years, it's like. What a waste of time. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's way too much, man. He can get that quicker than like, He can learn that quicker than that. And then the mindset flips where it's like, it must take that long for a reason. Mastery doesn't come
1: from doing anything for like 5, 10, 15 hours. Right. And I think the problem in society is we always see the end picture. We don't see the process. So we, don't, we didn't get to see seven years of Jiro just grinding. Oh, yeah. But- when you go taste his sushi, you can feel that yeah. he's putting that work. Yeah, and as a comparison, it's like
3: the, the people that are now being trained by Jiro, they get it at such a refined like detail and a, like a refined course. Like it, it did not take Jiro four years to learn how to, to cook rice. It took him 20, 25, like I don't know the answer, but it took him a hell of a lot of time. So when he's able to boil down a process, and then create it in such a beautiful way for someone to learn like there's value in that like it took us how many years it took you how many years to come up with the trading the investing yeah, so many years six
2: it's even like even to this day it's constantly getting improved absolutely so it's, like it's nine years in the making
3: yeah nine years in the making and then throughout that process you were teaching uh Samura and i and then g as well and you know now we're starting to train other clients as well where it's you know, as th- throughout the process, it gets refined and refined and run, but it's always being made better as well. The
2: crazy thing about us is like, I look at us and compare us to like the pros and the pros are like 50. And I'm like, dude, I think we can beat you. That's that's a crazy thought because we've only properly been doing this for like nine years. Imagine when we've been doing it for another 10. Yeah. And We're still only 40. And then we do it for another 10. And then we are fifty, the same age as them. Like, how are you boys going to compete? Yeah, yeah no disrespect, yeah. but <laughs> we're coming for you. <laughs> Good, luck. <laughs>
3: Good luck. We're coming. Wall we're the tail boys. <laughs> what what is that though? Right, how how do we get so well accomplished at such a we're only doing nine years? Is it through technology? Because you know, there's yeah. less books. I, I would say there's an, definitely an area of luck there. Yeah. You know, finding the there's, right books. Yeah there's there's luck in finding the right books but
1: um, you create your luck right yeah
2: Yeah, absolutely we created the luck from the system of having the top five heroes yeah Yeah. so we would find our top five investing heroes top five trading heroes yeah and for me when i was going on the journey of like developing the system i would find like my top five heroes on how to execute and jump into the buy order of a trade then i'll try and find heroes on how to manage the trade and when to exit and like just trying to find and nitpick on those little things So you can look at anything in life. Like, is it it business knowledge you're lacking? Is it character? Is it willpower? Is it, you know, you don't know much about the law? You don't know much about taxes? Mm. You know, all of these little things. You've got to look at yourself and build yourself up to a certain level.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like that, again, back to that video game, um, you know, character right so you are a vi- you're pretty much wearing a simulation right? <laughs> right so if you're a video game character in a simula- simulation what are you going to do like you're going to look at different attributes that you want to get better at um so let's say you want to get better at finance you look at the top five get top five heroes in finance you want you want to get better at fitness look at the top five fitness people that you can look up to and just study them
3: absolutely and like bring it back to standards the is key like, is best yeah oh absolutely a class they have yeah. to be
1: a class people that's your standard
3: bring yeah. it back to standards is like make sure their standards are high that's going to what's going to make them a class yeah and make sure you well mirror
1: standards yeah. your standards have to be just as high as these a class people i think with standards it's not just about output and performance it's also about integrity like what are they like as a human oh, being yeah. because that rubs off on you if you're looking up to them if you're looking after a scam artist, right? Just because they're so successful, that will rub off on you as well. You know, it's like it's That's okay the, to when you're starting women's. out. It's
0: hard to tell when it's you're hard starting to tell, out. Yeah. yeah, it's only during the journey, like you realize, fuck, this guy's a scammer. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we've come across.
1: We've got plenty.
3: <laughs> Dude, how many guys are we like? this guys all right. You know, he's teaching us some good things, yeah. and then as we
0: progress coffeezilla gets him and we're like Fuck. every time
1: coffeezilla <laughs> thank god for coffeezilla <laughs> we should but,
0: explain
2: coffeezilla to the
0: boys I, I think it's fair to say as well like you're not gonna find that the top five heroes with, with perfectly high standards like oh, straight man, away it takes time yeah. it'll yeah. take time you're it'll gonna find time. some people that are pretty shit yeah and then you're gonna go through them you're gonna go through like a stage and then eventually you'll come to like you know the one with the high standards you'll understand why they have high standards
2: yeah, some people, as well, they have ego attached to it just because they found that person. They're like, yeah. oh, the first guy I found about this, <laughs> man, he's, got, he's the best, man. He's the fucking. You okay, he heard of Peter no Teal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Peter Teal? Do you know Peter Teal? <laughs> Quote from the last podcast. <laughs> uh, sorry, oh, man. No, that's all right. No, that's funny. But, like, there is a lot of people that are like, they're like the top f- four getting you started like yeah. i say robert kiyosaki is the top for getting you started yeah but he's can't invest compared to peter till he's not even, a, it's not even <laughs> but it's peter till can't talk so he can't explain things to a beginner
1: yeah. like robert kiyosaki can nah, that's a good point <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a really good point so yeah so like everyone has different holes in their game mm. and you've just got to like find the people that fill in every single hole mm. yeah. yeah absolutely yeah
3: yeah self-awareness right yeah where are you at that stage mm. People. Well, all right. Let's not go too far away from. It. Let's find who is Coffeezilla first of all, because people are gonna
1: like so this. Y- you can tell it. You want me? to me? All sorry. right. So Coffeezilla is an internet detective. Oh, yes. He's a self-proclaimed internet detective, oh. and I think he is probably one of the best people at it. So he'll dive really deep into someone that. He thinks is questionable mm. and he has no bias going into them. Like he'll literally research everything he can without any um prejudice towards yeah. them. And if they are lacking, he will call them out. <laughs> <laughs> lacking <laughs> is such a nice way of saying it. Literally, that. like there was one scam, I think there's plenty there was a, a crypto scam about save the kids. Oh. Save the kids. Yeah. What? That was a crypto scam.
0: Yeah, it was, and, um one of the phase Faze yeah, boys, the, yeah, the the face oh, boys, and, so or something.
1: and the thing is, with crypto, you it's hard to trace the transactions. But he figured out a way how to trace them, and he <laughs> got three boys out of like seven. Yeah, he traced wow. them and he got them. So he's very thorough with what he does. He's a, a proper internet investigator that deserves more credit, in my opinion. Um, what do you boys think of him?
0: Fantastic. I think he's a great Fantastic filter. Of what he's got, he's yeah. a great
1: filter. Great. He's filter. no
0: bias, at, like no bias at all. No bias at all, yeah. So that's the big tip from
2: coming from us. Like, we use him as a scam checker, yeah. and you yeah, quickly absolutely. just type in his name because it does take a lot
1: of time to figure out if these guys yeah. are scammers or not. It might take 50 hours, yeah. So, the value he provides, he saves you so much time mm. by him putting in those hours. And his videos theory. are entertaining, <laughs>
0: <So> super entertaining. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> scammers and
3: influencers are getting good at like hiding and masking their true self mm-hmm. for a long, long time until they make that
1: one mistake. Coffee's there. <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> so, I think it's but, greed, man. Everyone has a price. He has that healthy debate
3: thing about him as well, where it's like, if I'm wrong, send me yeah, a video back,
1: no, and I'll, or even come on a podcast yeah. with me. Yeah, like yeah you literally done, get yeah, him on a podcast before, yeah. and just you know have a long form conversation with him, trying to get more context yeah. about why he did a certain thing or why yeah. they did a certain thing.
3: Mm. I so think
1: that is a healthy discussion. Yeah, he's not
3: yeah. one-sided. He's yeah, like, this he's uh, He gives him a I'm, chance. I'm presenting the facts. These are the facts. If I'm wrong, come and Coffeezilla me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Literally.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Let's go, Coffee. Shout out to Coffeezilla.
1: Boys, what else have we got? Um. What do we have here, Buzz? Self-confidence comes from executing high standards. So... As you get better and better and better, as you evolve over time, uh, you I guess you stand out more. Like you will gain more self confidence because you're believing, like you said, G. You mm. don't believe, right? You begin to believe mm. because you're capable now.
3: Mm. Gets rid of a little, of that, uh, gets rid of a little bit of that imposter syndrome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Type
3: of thing is like if you're consistently accountable um, to living up to the standards that you set. Then you're going to be more confident in what it is that you can do.
1: Yeah, I think a good example of uh, being more confident, I think it literally involves all of us, which is with trading. So, the more we practice trading, the more confident we're going to get with our positions that we open. Right. So, imagine we didn't have any knowledge about how to read charts or understanding business fundamentals. We're just going in blind. Of course, you're not going to be confident, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. But by setting really high standards and only, you know, putting your money where it's worth it, that will come with um, time. That will come with, you know, practicing.
3: So reps, right? Reps. So Iterations. Yeah. So continuously repping out at those high standards. Very high will standards. Will give yeah. you more confidence in doing that, whatever that thing is. For us, another good example is um, podcast speaking or speaking in general. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Uh, we've actually been speaking for, or trying to, not trying to film, but practicing our craft for a couple of months now. You know, mm. we don't just go straight into shooting. You know, we've been practicing in a lot of the things we do when we, you know, when we speak to clients, when we train, uh, in trading. You know, when we bring people onto our long long term investment portfolio, when we do all those kind of things, we're practicing, practicing, practicing. You know, to be able to put out content for you guys.
1: Mm.
2: And just like if you're really starting, like it's all about, if you want to get confidence, it's about just making a simple promise to yourself. Like, hey, my standard from now on is every time I'm going to wake up within a minute from where my alarm goes off. That's one promise. Second is once I get out within that minute, I'll make my bed. That's another promise. And if you keep executing those promises and you know there could be many, many of them, then that's where your confidence comes from. Because you, But if you don't do it, you say, I'm going to do it and you don't do it. Then you're gonna to start to
3: lose your self confidence. Absolutely, and I'm a believer of this. So, what you guys think? If you don't get it right, all right, don't hate yourself for it. Guess what? Get it right tomorrow.
1: Yeah, tomorrow's right. another day. It's the
0: same as no, a habit thing. It's like, like building it. habits, right? Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. How would you guys go about um, like building those habits? Like, is it build, Would you build a habit every week or one habit every week? A new habit next week. New habit the week after.
1: We'd- there's different ways to do it.
0: Yeah. It, it depends it on the on, habit as well.
1: It, it depends on you. Yeah. And it depends on the habit. Um, but I would, for me personally, I would approach it the way Dylan literally just said right now where you know, you set yourself a goal of you know, waking yeah. up a minute before yeah. your alarm goes off. Oh, a minute after it goes off. You're out of bed, mm. right? Then you make your bed. It should be, for me, it should be as natural as you brushing your teeth. Like that yeah. in itself is a habit. Absolutely, yeah, subconscious. Correct? Yeah, it should just become a subconscious thing. Because we've been
0: thing. doing that for so long. It's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah,
1: so if you like raise your standards so high yeah, and you just make these daily habits every single day and you're just executing on these habits every single day. Yeah. Now imagine uh, operating at such a high standard that it's you know just like brushing your teeth. Mm. I think
2: the thing is well, just like start with just like one or a few habits. Yeah. Master that, then add more. Because if you try and like bring in fifty today, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's you're gonna problem. get overwhelmed. And just do
1: one thing brain. at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: and people try and a lot of people say like you, if you have a habit, you need to find the trigger, replace the trigger. and A lot of things like that. And I heard something from Naval probably six to six months to a year ago. It's like y- maybe that might be correct, but here's what I've sub I personally just have discipline and just do it and just get it done. And, and for me, that's kind of what I. Subscribe to it's like i've told myself i'm gonna go do something i'm gonna go do it you know i don't need to replace it with some little biohack or something like that yeah i've told myself i'm going to do it i'm gonna do it that's it
2: something that's helped me with like my habits is i'll like literally print out my routine and then you just cross them off one by one yeah the crossing
3: works so well
2: and then you just don't forget because like you can think you know what to do the next day then you're gonna forget stuff and so i just said to myself like i remember like when i was struggling about becoming successful once in the past i was like i just looked at this sheet of paper i'm like dude if i just keep doing that every day it has to result in success doesn't it it just made me feel a lot more confident optimistic about the future
0: and then as you tick off The things, you get like a little dopamine hit. You're like, oh, yeah, I did that one. (laughs) I did the next one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm on a roll here. (laughs) And you do the next one. Dude, that
1: momentum is so powerful, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that's the thing. Yeah.
2: The thing that I pair it with today as well is like, I just go and Google Calendar really quick, like a day ahead. I just make like a 15 little block of time that is just a reminder about that, that habit. So then it keeps popping up, popping up. So, yeah, sometimes i found, like, I can forget to actually look at my paper. But if I, so if I forget to look at my paper, this is the backup, I'll get a notification.
3: Yeah. I mean, people hate using phones and all that kind of crap. and They're like, oh, we spend too much time as phones. Just, I'll be honest, I use this ridiculous amount of time every day, but <laughs> that's probably not going to change. Yeah. So use it for what it's worth. Use the bloody functions that this thing has. Yeah. You know, there's no sin to it. Just use the damn thing yeah it's for good things something that
2: we actually used to do as well in the past is we probably need to maybe get back into it i know i'm getting back into it is buying like a massive calendar on the wall yeah i remember that yeah i got it now um got like a two meter by one meter calendar, so it's huge. God
3: damn, yeah.
0: that's it's a wall, yeah. that's <laughs> its <laughs> own wall. It's literally yeah. a wall. It <laughs> is one section of my wardrobe. That's why, I dude, think. we should use that to cover G's room as <laughs> a
1: door. <laughs> <laughs> but, you want a door, G? <laughs> yeah, what I do
2: with it is, um, I used to do this really well in the past, but I'll like have a certain color for like reading books, mm. and then I'll oh, write oh, in yeah. how many minutes or how many pages I read in a single color and just keep on going. And then there's like a visual representation of what you're actually doing. Mm. And the theory is you want to build your chain of that color. So you're building like orange for books, 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 books. Then I'll do running, it's always green. So I'll write run five kilometers, I'll put the time there, then so on and so on and so on. And then you just, the goal is to create, eventually create a rainbow. And you just want to never break the rainbow. So I heard some person that did this, eventually had this rainbow. It's going for like three years. And then on Christmas Day, they looked at it and they just realized like they can't, cannot break it. They had all the excuses in the world to break, it, but because Ark. they had that rainbow going for three years, that they had to get it, get it done. That makes sense. That's yeah. impressive. That's man. awesome. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And then you can like really see like where are your standards at? Because like sometimes I found like we have a bias where uh, we actually think of ourselves higher than what is actually reality. You know, like the saying that everybody thinks that they're an above average driver if everybody thinks they're above average it's just mathematically impossible (laughs) that means you're average (laughs) (laughs) so like (laughs) it's math in my brain like I always think like oh wow man I've been doing a lot of runs and stuff but how come I'm still got a stomach on me or something and I plug my Garmin into the computer and actually upload all my data and then check it I'm like shit man I barely been last run was six days ago (laughs) 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 dude I suck (laughs) so that's why I gotta get that big you know
3: a calendar and actually physically do it where did you get it from for the people
2: i think it was, it was one of those early early books what was it um oh the actual calendar itself oh the off- calendar if, is, oh, it oh office just, works i think it was office oh there's a few you can get them off ebay or um, amazon yeah probably amazon i think there's a company called office max
1: just amazon boys
3: <laughs> get yourself a few markers yeah yeah a few yeah, different cool. colors
1: stimulate the brain Yeah, absolutely. I think like. on that point, it's really good to also understand where you are with your current standards so that you know what your starting point is. Mm. Then you can map out an end point. And Reduce your ego for them. Yeah, you have to reduce your ego or else you're going to think, like you said, oh, I'm an above average driver. When everyone thinks they're an above average driver, <laughs> making you an average driver. <laughs>
3: right? like, no progression will come from you thinking you're further ahead than you actually are. Cause you just realize you're wherever you thought you were more likely you didn't progress at all.
1: So I hope anyone listening into this, it sparks that thinking of fuck, where am I? What, what is my standard right now? I hope it sparks that in someone.
3: Remember that for, for me, I think a massive one is when you go to your nine to five, remember that sentence. Remember those sentences that average people say. i like, Oh, don't worry about it. No one will see. You know, oh, you don't need to. It's all right. Things like that. When people say those things, remember that's the kind of person they are. You're not that kind of person. Yeah, for sure. Raise your standards, my guy.
2: Oh, girl. I think another thing that we do as well is like to expand the mindset. We actually do physical things as well.
1: Oh yeah. Ten k runs. (laughs) (laughs) We do ten k
2: runs with a twenty liter bottle of water that we pass around with the boys. It Probably hits two things because it's physically tough and it's challenging, but then we look way different, and then we create our little bubble we're like, boys, we don't care what people think. If we're carrying around a jug of water, 20 leads, you know, that's what we do, boys.
1: I'm not gonna lie, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I found that fun.
3: <laughs> my arms were so like all my days, yeah. that was crazy. I think
1: that was really good for team building, also, yeah, because we would. Obviously we can't carry one person can't carry 20 liters for 10 kilometers. Yeah. So we just keep passing it on. That's
3: a great one for ego, 100%. Oh
1: yeah. Cuz like when you ego. when you think, oh I'm going to just carry it the whole time. Yeah. Might you can't. You, you, can't you, a can't. you need teams. a team.
3: Unless you're Johnny Boy. Unless you're Johnny, <laughs> Bo- <laughs> you <need laughs> yeah. Johnny Boy. Johnny <laughs> Boy
1: literally is carrying two. And he's <laughs> run- running fucking 10 kilometers, and we're like, my Johnny, give it to on us. On the way
3: back, like, when was that run? He ran, like, 6K on the way back, yes, right? because we, yeah, we were all dead. Yeah, we were all dead. We died, and this dude, Rinse. he's just, <laughs> he's, he's not even sweating. He's beating us while yeah. carrying it. And we just look at him like, come on, man. <laughs> he would carry
1: it and just be like, no, nah, you, guys, you guys relax. You guys relax. And, like, we didn't stop,
3: did we? We kept going. No. We had to be self-aware enough to go, dude, I can't hold that thing or something. I'm done. Yeah. But Johnny Boy was up to the task of carrying it but he's also that kind of person who we didn't want to let down. He's a part of our crew where he built us up. He's like, we're gonna keep going. You know, he was that inspiration for us to continue on on that run.
1: I think Johnny Boy will be a great example of raising a stand. It's like from where he started to where he is now insane. Like oh, he, yeah. oh, absolutely. his mindset is on another level.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. when we have content come out with Johnny boy, it's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, can't wait for that one.
2: Yeah. And Why do we actually do like that physical stuff? Like we hear at our jobs, like oh, you know, a six hour shift is long. Uh, like that's why, like when me and G were starting this, we we went on a ten hour bike ride because <laughs> it is harder to ride burning calories for ten hours straight than to sit at a computer for ten hours. You know, people are like oh, I'm actually tired from this. You haven't really burnt that many calories from sitting there. Yeah, you know, like, and and I think the other the quote is you know muhammad ali talks about it where um he would only start counting the sit-ups when it starts to burn so it's when you're outside of that comfort zone you're really doing those reps to expand what your mindset is to really raise your standards so like another thing like when i'll go on a run and like then it's starting to burn i'll try and see how long i could hold a certain pace for it's not and then like can i hold it for two minutes and the longer I can hold it, it feels like you know I'm, I'm expanding my mindset because it's really tough to do.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just went on a um, well, about a month ago, I went on a twenty kilometer run, and that was that was a journey. And you find out a lot of a lot about yourself when you put yourself in such a fatigue, yeah. and when you really challenge, you know, your thoughts and everything that's going on in your head. You challenge your mindset when you put yourself under that kind of duress. Yeah. And if people are looking to put themselves out of the comfort zone in a very achievable way and you know, push your body to the limits, and you'll find out what you're made of real quick. So, yeah, and and you
2: start doing stuff like that. Like the next day, if you had to you don't work at Nando's anymore, you don't work it at all, you work at home, but <laughs> first of all. <laughs>
1: What he's just calling you out. <laughs> what I work at home? I do work. Like, <laughs> I don't work at all.
3: <laughs> Imagine you're still working in Nando's. There's no way you're complaining about a six-hour shift ever again. It's, it's not, just actually easy. It's no. But, well, I mean, like, the minute you even at your normal job, the minute you start working that twelve-hour shift, you six hours is short. It yeah. feels weird.
0: Oh yeah, oh. yeah, yeah.
3: yeah Put sure. them hours in, and you'll yeah. realize really quickly how much of a bitch you were before. Previous mm. to it,
0: yeah.
3: So let's let's tell them straight.
2: A 12-hour shift is not extreme for us. It's normal. So if you're saying like six hours is currently in your, you know, six hours is hard or eight hours is hard, you really got to look at yourself. If you want to be an A-class person, you're kind of being like
3: a little bit of a bitch right now. Facts, done, simple. When you get up to those 80-hour weeks, 70, 80-hour weeks, that's when you're like, all right, now I'm progressing. Now I'm pushing yeah. over that line.
2: Yeah.
3: In between that 80 to 100 hours, that's when you're that's when you're moving. Yeah anything below that you're not doing it yeah you're not getting it done because it's well yeah that's it and like that everybody says
2: like in australia like oh 38 hours is so hard it's full time I, i think that's the only place in the world where i think we have the shortest work week probably yeah like if you work if you were born in china good luck everybody is
3: default you work 80 hours for sure yeah which yeah, was easy here. so blessed here with the culture of like maybe we won't get into it crazy but the culture of like just oh just chill bro <laughs> 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 just go and have take a get easy man <laughs> take, take take it crazy, it easy. <laughs> want another shrimp on a barbie <laughs> no one's ever sent you yeah. anyway but like that kind of culture of laid-backness yeah it doesn't instinctively breed success I mean, like we other are places on an do island yeah and i think the people around you especially speaking australians in general if you're from australia and you're living in that kind of environment it is laid back you know and unfortunately um that attitude won't get you anyway mm. it's simply not i any-
1: think i want to i want to know what you boys think but what is your standards for Hardcore Head Start. What do we want to be? What do we want Hardcore Head Start to be in the future?
3: What do we want Hardcore Head Start to be?
1: Yeah. And then like, where what are our standards? standards well, the easy answer to is there.
3: obviously our standards are as high as possible and always progressing. Yeah. Like, what do we, our standards for Hardcore are similar to standards ourselves. That's exactly what they are actually. You know, we expect as much from ourselves as possible all the time and we want that to always be getting better and that's what hardcore is hardcore is that kaizen philosophy of continuous improvement you know believing we can be better and then you know actually going out and being better i think it does kind of come like a balance
2: in reality as well like you can't have your it's always about kaizen to constantly improve but when you actually bringing a deliverable like we're bringing this podcast obviously we can't bring it at a 100% the best because we're still learning how this stuff works yeah absolutely yeah. so i feel like we we focus on like 90% quality and then like we focus on 90% speed as well and then we can get both of them if we've got 100% speed quality drops we got 100% quality the speed drops so we try to get like you know 80% of both of those or 90% of both yeah it's like
3: of that value thing it's like Standards is like how much value we can bring, right? So if our standards are as high as possible and the value we want to bring is as high as possible, it doesn't come from the greatest quality or the most speed. It comes from a balance of
2: yeah, between. Right. So right. what
3: we're always wanting to give you is as much value as possible.
1: That's good, boys. What do you think, G?
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Got nothing much to say. I I agree with Doc completely. We we want to be continuously improving, pushing ourselves further. Um, but I'm a bit quiet because uh, I'm just thinking like I need to push myself more <laughs> after hearing your voice speak. After hearing the thing about Johnny Boy, I need to push myself way more.
1: That's <laughs> no, good that you think that way, man. I think yeah. we all we all think that way. Yeah,
0: that's the thing about environment. Yeah,
3: <laughs> right. The yeah. the minute we go. F- I'm slacking a little bit. It's relative to the people around us who have their standards so high, which is why we have our standards so high. Yeah, We infect each other with such high standards, right? Yeah. And yeah, if you I'm were sure. around normal people, you would already be the best, which means your standards would drop to the majority of the, the standards people around you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So that's the value of having a high standard community. Mm.
2: And I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but like people would say, like, oh, but that's just you.
3: Yeah. Oh. You
2: know, only you guys can do that. Mm. No, it's, there's nothing actually special about us other than we're implementing the stuff that we talk about in this podcast. That's the only difference. Dude, I'm
3: the... Like, I say this all the time. I'm the most ordinary lad. <laughs>
2: we just, all are.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're all normal dudes who just we're want to do Two brown guys. More.
1: One white guy <laughs> and one Asian. Yeah. Literally. Like, yeah,
3: living in Just a bunch of boys <laughs> <laughs> living in Springvale. <laughs> <laughs> but we've just decided that we want to do more we want to be better and that kind of decision just naturally leads to us seeming like we're some extraterrestrials
1: (laughs) the crazy thing is under hardcore head start like we have this crazy goal of collectively donating a billion dollars one day like if you think about where we all came from to us a billion dollars just seems like an enormous amount of money. But now that we've worked together all these years and we've raised our standards to a certain level, we're just thinking, "Man, oh. is billion yeah, a billion dollars enough?" I feel, like, I feel enough like we enough. can just we can give way more than a billion dollars. That's how I see us progressing. Like we keep we keep getting better to the point where we have self-belief that we can easily achieve that billion dollars collectively. It's not crazy anymore. It's not crazy anymore. Yeah. Like people think that they
2: cannot make 100 million dollars it's actually so achievable for anyone to do it in their life it starts with two things it comes down to just compounding compounding money young and compounding knowledge young so i think you know when we're talking about those guys on wall street that are 50 the thing that separates us is we started compounding knowledge younger than them yeah
3: absolutely absolutely i mean yeah nah (laughs)
1: Any other points, boys, that
2: you see there? Well, maybe maybe one, which is like, sometimes you can get caught up in thinking this is a sprint. We've all heard the same before, but it truly is. It's a marathon. It's a long-term thing. It's a whole life journey. You can't say, hey, I'm going to do this for four years because that's what uni tells us. Giro does it for his whole life until he dies, and that's what we do.
3: I mean, that's... It's hard to add on to that because that's perfect. It's, it's perfect, like, yeah. Stop thinking. It, it, the whole world that we live in, where it comes from social media to TV, everything is trying to become shorter and more digestible and give you more dopamine hits in a shorter amount of time. right? True success in life doesn't work that way. Expand your horizons. Think as long-term as possible. We, this, is, this is not a joke. And you've got me thinking like this now. All the boys will agree. Like We actually think we're probably going to live to 125, 150.
1: I plan to live to (laughs) a (laughs) 1,000.
3: Right. And people will say that's crazy, but it's obviously based on technology, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like we're thinking that far out in the future that this is such a long game. And if we just continuously progress by 1% a day Mm. and continuously raise our standards, continuously to give value.
1: Yeah, I think... Maybe to all wrap it up, all right. I think a good quote by Jeff Bezos is always, always provide more value than you consume. 100%. So that's how it works. his level. That's his standard. Yeah. Anything else you
0: see there, boys, before we wrap it up? I can't even see the bottom half. Wrap it up.
1: All right, All right, boys. Cool. I guess uh, that's that's it, boys. Let's wrap it up here, boys. Let's back Sounds it up. Good. Wrap it up, boys. All right. It up. Back it up. JJ. Back it up. Thank you for listening.